Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkouts. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, yeah. exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work. We'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. <laughs> Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? I would say double. I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross. Patterson Revolution! Brought to you by BlackRifleCoffee.com Ned? Needle Nose Ned? Ned Ryerson? Holy shit! It's fucking Groundhog's Day, Jabes! Boom. Coming Hello. to the stage, Alexis. You guys, What's have you missed me? Jabe's against the machine. What's going on? Um, nothing much. It's good to be back. Oh, it's good. It's, I've it's... missed all the festivities. Yeah, you have. All of the fun. Yep. All of the drinking. Yeah. All of the restaurants. A lot of it. A lot of it. I How much to... fun did you guys uh, have? I had a blast. We, we had a oh. absolute Bummer. blast. Um, I mean, you want to you want to talk about what kind of blast we had? One of the greatest times of my entire life. Um, and there was this one time Shut where up. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. It was though. It sounded like it was. I'm gonna be realsies though. I, I think here's what you really missed. I think you missed out on Joe's jokes. Joe's stone crab. Oh, I was like, nope. What jokes yeah, did I miss no, out? No, Tell me one. Definitely not not jokes. Come um, on. I think you missed out on Joe's stone crab. I think that's what's. That, that's, that's what you were missing, to be it's honest with you. It's one of the only things I cared about. I don't want to say it's the only thing. <laughs> what was the first thing I asked? Where are you I eating? Said, well, yeah. I said, yeah. where are you eating tonight? Every yeah. time you called him, like, cool, where are you going to eat tonight? Yeah, and, and it, it was, was always... Always amazing. Always amazing. So, uh, big news at the top. First of all, Strike Force Energy is on for all of 2018. What... Why is that big? Because that's going to feed into where we went. I went with Sean Madsen. Mm-hmm. We went to Joe's uh-huh. Stone Crab in Vegas. And sure. you know that's my, my fave. My mm-hmm. end all be all. That, that is my seafood messiah. You're not the only one. Of a restaurant. a lot of people eh. like that place. I feel, yeah, I feel, yeah, like, yeah, I'm, yeah, I feel yeah. like I'm the only one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, what's that Sam Smith song? 
I'm the only one? Yeah, yeah, I am. Nothing, I'm the only one. I don't know a lot of Sam Smith. I don't know. I don't celebrate his catalog. I'm crazy. Okay. But you don't. I don't, I can't, I can't do that. I think you nailed it. I can't do that today. I can't do it ever. Um, I will never get as high as Sam Smith. Uh, That man's had his balls squeezed at some point in his life repeatedly. Do you know about this? The castrados, the opera singers that get um, their balls chopped as young boys so that they can have. Yeah. It's actually a theory that Michael Jackson had this. You want want to run that back for me one more time? (laughs) They're called castrados. Oh, okay. Like, Uh you know, like the whatever, baritone castrado. Yeah. yeah. So they are, their balls are cut off as young boys. Ballless. Gotcha. So that they have this. It's almost, it's a really high male voice. So you don't sound like a girl and you don't have like, yeah, it's, it's a very specific opera yeah. term. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Look it up on YouTube. They have a bunch of videos of castrata. I'm, I'm going to take your word for it. You don't see it being chopped off. You see the way that they sing. What happens? And like the way that they look. They're very feminine. They look, they look like weird. Women. I would, I wouldn't have pictured that. My thing is this. When you get your balls chopped off, right? Sure. Let's say you don't ascend to the heights of, of yeah. the opera singer that you wanted to be. Exactly. Then you're ballless the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Can't have children, Right. Right. Um, and, and your, your dream is crushed. Wouldn't you just kill yourself at that point? Like, wouldn't that be the, the end all be all thing? Like, um, I mean, you can still have sex. How? I mean, you can still get an erection and have sex. You just aren't secreting anything. Oh, that's worthless. Worthless. This conversation possibly might be. No, it's not at all. Worthless. This, this is what the, this is what the people want. This is what the fans right, came to the see. Random... This puts asses in the seats, butts in the buckets. Um, Anyway, back to Strike Force. Uh, yeah, well, no, we're we're <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna circle back on Strike Force in a they sec here. That? Okay. Uh, they, they love it. Mm. They love it here. Because um, if look, if you're gonna secrete, you might as well secrete some Strike Force. Sure. Uh, or if you can't secrete, might as well. Yeah, just... I want to see a documentary of the ones who didn't make it and they're ballless. That would be lives. awesome. Yeah, just call it ballless. Yeah. What is it? Uh, the Lavar Ball is is the big baller brand. Mm-hmm. Is the I'd like to see the no baller brand with right. just a dad who has chopped off all of his his son's testicles yeah. and they and they didn't make it or maybe they did yeah who knows I would uh, love for HBO to do it oh be oh. real good be really good or zero point zero what if uh, Anthony Bourdain oh uh, Bourdain gorgeous right yeah it'd be a lot of food and then also their struggle and strife what if they took those testicles strung them out into like a nice noodle soup. He's always eating noodles on that show. He does. He gets. He, what, what's his fucking deal with that? What's, he what's has, with the noodles? Like a lot of chefs have this like obsession with Asian food. And why? Like, I don't. I don't know. I think it's like the next thing. Ah, you yeah, know what well. I mean? Like you, you know, you've done you know everything here. That's now fine. we're gonna like. I That's don't fine. Know. You know what I think it is? I think it's uh, like when uh, like a fourteen year old white girl goes on a cruise with her parents for spring break and gets braids in her hair. That's what I think. Like you did, yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was a grown-up. I, sure. grown I was a grown man. Right, 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 um, right, 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 right. And I, and I wanted to do that because uh, mm-hmm. I had a perm. Uh, <laughs> ironically, a year ago today is when I got the perm. Super Bowl. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yes. lost the Super Bowl a bit. Um, but I, I think it's the same thing. It's the same fascination when people go to Asia, in, in particular men. I, don't, I wouldn't say women. Um, when men go to Asia... 
it fucking changes them where it's just they've had an experience like you wouldn't believe do you think it's the hookers or is it the food both 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 and i'm like that way of life i think when you're so beaten down in a job that you hate in america and this is my this is god's honest truth like i'm not even making a joke here when you're so beaten down with the way your life is in america say you have a job you hate you're stuck in a cubicle probably a wife that doesn't love you, that type of shit. Sure. And then you go on a business trip or you go over to Asia. Right. Um, and you're like, oh my God, this is amazing. The women are amazing. The culture is amazing. I can get massages for $20 all day long. This is amazing. This is what life should be. I'm not fucking living life, man. They're living life. Time stands still like that whole fucking bullshit mm-hmm. uh, chain of events. And, and I've and I'm, I'm saying this because I've had best friends that have come back from Asia completely. I am changed. I've seen the other ways of the world. I had a motherfucker stay from college, a fraternity brother, stay over there. A lot of people do. No, I mean, stayed forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, hey, man, just in like the chef world, like there's a lot of people that stayed. He was not in the chef world. He he was teaching. He ended up teaching English, um, to you know fucking. I'd go Thai Thai. I think he was in Thailand. I think there's certain parts of like Japan and China that like they're so like it's it's sensory overload slash like this um, attention to detail and just this whole this modern. I I think it's so completely different that. That if you yeah. can do it, it might be like, huh, I don't know, cra- crazy. Whoa. Although, the, but the food, I just, I don't know. I'm I, look, I'm a big fan of Asian food. I love it. But okay. I've, al- I've always loved it. So that's not going to change my life in any way. Right. I've been to, obviously, I lived in New York for, on multiple occasions. Chinatown food there is amazing. Uh, San Francisco, I've been a million times. The food in Chinatown is, is ridiculous. Like, I could it be better over there? Maybe, probably. Um, but still, I, I've had it. I love it. Like the food is not going to change my life. Um, right. uh, the women and all that shit. Yeah, you know, that way of life of a subordinate woman mm-hmm. who is servicing the man um, in that culture. Yeah, because it would be just so start, you know, staunchly different than what you have now. Yeah, yeah. That, that you would be now like, that way of life. I can be like, oh man, <laughs> sure, I can, sure. I can Whoa. get taken Whoa. away. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> what? I like how that's how I. I'm the I'm the best. That's how I described yeah. them going over there. Whoa. 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 <laughs> uh, four on the floor, American dream. You a real big cowboy, right? Like that type of vibe where you're just like, yeah, sure. I, and like, then you I get, get it. some. I I had it. Fuck it. I'll take this a step further. Some ramen. I had. Oh yeah. Afterwards, they feed you ramen. Oh. After you, you get a massage, yeah, and then they're feeding you ramen. Sure. Fuck off. That's right. amazing. And that's right. that's probably right. what everybody's gets down on. I had a buddy who, and we might have talked about this on the show. Brought he pulled one off the stage and uh, married married her. Pulled one off the stage. Yeah, in uh, Thailand. Okay. Pulled a pulled a Taiwanese girl or I don't know, Thai girl, whatever whatever the fuck you want to call it. Uh, Thai boy. Oh, oh Thai boy. You, <laughs> oh, you little, little lady Thai boy. Oh, you're like rye. No, he he went he went different than everybody else does. Usually they'll go like young, hot, you know that type of male order sitch. He went like this chick was like 80? 32. 75. Huh? 
apron. I, and, and I get that cooking too. Cooking yeah. like amazing. Oh, you oh. hungry. You hungry again. This, this is, is really the super, most super racist. racist. Yeah, super racist. How we're doing these voices. Exactly. Um, I but think we should stop. He, he fucking uh, brought, he brought one literally off the stage. Sure. Home, married her, mm-hmm. and then her family moved over here. And uh, I w- we were like, hey, can, can we meet her? Like, can we go out to dinner? Can we have, you know, hang out and have drinks together or whatever? And he goes, ah, she's kind of still getting, you know, assimilated to this country. Um, how about we give it like five or six months? We were like, all right, all right, cool. Okay, awesome. So five or six months goes by. We get together for uh, like a football game at, uh, at a mutual friend of ours house. Mm-hmm. He brings her over. She is cleaning the entire house of our friend, not even my buddy that she's married to, everything. And we were like, oh, hey, you don't have to do that. Like, this isn't your house. You don't have to clean. And my buddy was like, oh, no, 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 she, she likes it. Like, this is what she does. She likes it. And I was like, oh, boy. Uh, I you don't guys are think like, that's... where can I get one? Uh, well, I, I was looking. I was just like, I don't think this is appropriate. Um, yeah. Boy, I don't know. And that's he goes, uncomfortable. And he goes, that's dude. That's uncomfortable. He goes, dude, try to stop her. And I was like, what? So you punched her? No. Oh. I was like, hey, you know, you don't have to do that or whatever. And she, she was like, no, it's great. It's great. It's okay. And, you know, it's just very, and I was like, oh, I got washed away in that culture for a little bit. You know, sure. I was like, oh, man. You're like, oh, this is amazing. Yeah. 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 It was amazing. Okay. Um, but to, to circle it back around to Strikeforce. Please. Uh, since, since, you know, we, they came on their sponsor for another year and it's great. I was like, why, why, why not go to Joe's to celebrate? Let's go to Joe's to celebrate. That is the best seafood in, in the world to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and they only have one in Vegas and Miami. Right now. Right. And Joe's Stone Crab is the best. You missed out on that. And then you also missed out on uh, Mastro's, a.k.a. Oceanside. Yes. Uh, in Vegas. And boy. Yes. Uh, they got one in L.A., uh, one in Malibu, one in uh, Vegas. Cup, yeah. And now I think New York. And I believe they're adding one in Washington, D.C. Um, and it's the best. That is the, like the best steakhouse Do we see one on the Chicago? planet. Do well, I, I saw Michael Rapp- Rappaport bet. Um, uh, uh, Colin, ha- God, Colin Hurd. Um, yeah, I think it's Colin Hurd. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Um, Just continue. <laughs> anyways, he bet him, and he yeah. was like, "Dude, we'll bet on this game, finest steakhouse in the land." And, yeah. Uh, oh, and it was. I it was saw Masters. them. They went to yeah, Masters. They went to Masters, and it was just like I, the OG, right? It. The B Hills one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The OG, and and that one, like, look, there's paparazzi and shit there, but you always see somebody famous. Um, if you go ask for the upstairs, nobody knows to ask for that. They have this piano player up there that is an older gentleman, but he'll play like, he'll mix in like Sinatra with like Biggie. Yeah. Where you're like, oh, this is fucking dope. Where you're like, oh, uh, yeah. Ugh. Yeah, that was the only thing I asked. I Your said, daughter's tied up in the Brooklyn basements. And yeah, you're like, oh, yeah, shit. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, fuck. Yeah. It's dope. Um, so it's one of my favorite spots, not only for the atmosphere, the food, too. I mean, Jesus Christ. The food's amazing. So you missed out on that in Vegas. You missed mm. out on the live show at the MGM Grand. Yeah. Um, I missed out on all the people asking about me. Uh, tons. 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 I was oh. flooded. What was it? Four, five? S- uh, maybe, maybe three. Five and a half? Yeah. I, they kind of started to ask yeah, me. Yeah, they were like, yeah. <laughs> never nah. mind. I well, don't they, care. They said something with a J. And then it was like, yeah. Uh, I think she's the job. The yeah. job. Yeah, yeah. The jobs report. Jobs, yeah. jobs report. Yeah. Uh, jobless. 
jobless. No, and I was looks- like, oh, did you say Jables? Jobless. How many people are jobless? And I was like, oh, all right. Yeah, I, if you want to hey. get into it, I guess we're in. So you got into a big guess, political thing yeah. about, you know, the employment rate and stuff like that. Yeah. So it looked amazing. Looked fun. I had a blast. I had a blast. Randy Couture. Randy Couture was I amazing. Mean, special Pete guests Rose. galore. I know. Got to interview Pete Rose. Everybody keeps hitting me up so about that anyways. Pete Rose interview. He was fucking rad, by the way. So, I, I mean, I'll, you know, uh, for, for the audience, like, is a, is a real fucking person, a real legit shit dude. That guy was fucking for real. Sure. Um, and he had, not only that, but like, he hung out afterwards and had cr- even crazier stories where he's like, I can't tell this story on air. And I was like, what, what is it? Uh, but and, he went crazy. I mean, he went he went real. He did. He, but oh, that, yeah. that's Pete Rose. And like, which I love. He told me this story about Joe DiMaggio that was the greatest thing of all time. And I, I wish I, I can understand why he didn't tell it on air. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wish people knew about it. And like, maybe at another time, another date, I'll tell the story to people. But the Joe DiMaggio story was so legendary that I was just like, ah, cool. And uh, I, I don't know how. I don't know how I I don't know if it's a known thing or whatever, but uh, if it's oh. not, I'm gonna keep it and and I'll share it later. If oh. it is a known thing and somebody, I tell you what, send it in. If somebody else knows a story, then I'll tell it on air um, because okay. it was fucking crazy and hilarious. But he's Pete Rose, such, he's such a Vegas legend, right? I remember no, but I remember baseball legend. Him. I mean, he was Be- one of my favorites. Baseball legend, but then also just like Vegas, he's like. Mr. Vegas for a long time. Long time. So long time. And yeah, he's been him, signing autographs there for years. Yeah. Um, and uh but hard to get to as well. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, 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 for sure. I don't know. Um but, but jealous, yeah, he's jealous, great. Jealous. Uh and he's doing great and financially and, and everything else. Uh and and if you heard the show, obviously he still gambles all the time, so maybe that's why he needs the money. I love it. I do too. I love it. He's just like he has no qualms with just being like, yeah. Got in trouble for it? Yeah. Don't care? Don't care. Still do it. Me, yeah, me. I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I he live in awesome. Vegas. I have the money. It was. It, that, that was uh That was one of the dream interviews where I was super yeah. stoked about. Um, it was good. And he was, he was great. Uh, but fuck. Look, we got a big show. It's Groundhog's Day. We're taping on Friday. Show airs on Sunday nights at 8 p.m. EST. Um, right in the middle of the Needle nose. I know. Super Bowl. Super Bowls this weekend. We got a, we got a lot of shit going on. We got the Super Bowl party this weekend. Um, not going to the game because it's one degree. It's one, by the way. It's one in, in Minneapolis. Yeah. Made the decision earlier in the week where that was a I, no. I couldn't do it. That was a I, no. I, I couldn't do it. Because the, the, one of the fun things about the Super Bowl is the fact that uh, you, you get to go to the parties, uh, the pregame, the, you know, the day of. They usually have it in a warm city. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, recently, they scheduled in a couple cold cities to see, oh, hey, how, how would this work out? It's not working out. And especially now, Boy. Like you need people to go. Yeah. And it's anyway. not working out. So like um, Press Day and ESPN, ESPN is, is camped out at the, ball, the Mall of America. Usually they do it all outdoors, outside the stadium, and they're, they're there all week. Everything for the fans is set up there all week. They had to do it inside. It is one, no lie, it, it has been one degree this whole week. Um, the president of Barstool Sports, because Barstool's throwing a huge party as well, Ugh, he was like, "Look, be I, fun. he was he, he was honest about it. He goes, look, I, I, I'm I'm going to be real. It is fucking miserable here.' Right. Um, and he goes, "It's a miserable city to be in. 
It's a miserable city to host a Super Bowl simply because of the weather, not the people. The people are uh, great. Every person I've met from Minnesota is like the greatest person ever. Oh, yeah. But the the, the weather in the, in the dead of fucking winter is awful. And yeah, if the weather was nice, it would be a fun time. It'd be a great time. Great I, food Like in there. the summer. Yeah. Yeah. I, everybody has nothing but pleasant things to say about <laughs> right. Minneapolis. Except for that. Except for the winter. Mm. Um, and that's when the Super Bowl is played. So, you know, his favorite team is the Patriots. And he's like, look, I, I'm here for the Patriots and they're going to win. And that's, that's good enough for me. But, uh, you know, I, I, we'll go next year. Next year's in Atlanta. Um, yep. That's my hometown. Yep. So, you know, I'm not going to be missing that shit. Uh, and it should shit. shit should be warm too, uh, warmer I should say. Fifties eh, probably. Oh, James. Can't think about the cold anymore. Hey, the year after is in uh, Los Angeles. Yeah, Los Angeles or my yeah. I'm missing Los either, Angeles right now. Either Los Angeles or Miami. Um, but uh, hey, we got a, we got a little we got a big show, James. A big show. Uh, we got some sponsors though. Fuck, we, we've been. Chatting along no. like, like two well, little... Well, I haven't seen you in forever. I know, two little kittens in a tree. You've been off with your drinking, bro, friends. I know, I know. living my life. Oh. I started chasing that people. Oh. Okay. All right, shapes. All right, shapes. <laughs> All right. You started it, and then Morgan you told Freeman. me to stop. I'm going to Morgan Freeman and talk you down. I'm going to talk you down from that ledge. Uh, first and foremost, BlackRifleCoffee.com. Wearing the sweatshirt again. Um, Want to be clear for the audience. Not wearing the same sweatshirt every day. Um, I have a bunch. 30 of these fucking things. And again, it's cold. It's cold in the studio. Uh, you got the mugs. Um, we got everything. K-cups. Uh, Black Rifle Coffee is the jam. Um, big fan of Black Rifle Coffee. Not only do I drink it every single day, but their apparel's the greatest, most comfortable shit on the planet. These are their new hats, by the way. What do you think of this? This is fucking awesome. It. God damn it. it. Their shit is just fucking Coffee fuck. to the rescue. That's what I feel like. Uh, with that big hat. fan. Big fan of Black Rifle Coffee. Um, use the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off on BlackRifleCoffee.com. It is a premium roast to order. So they make it in-house and then ship it out two days later. They're not fucking rebagging this shit. Um, it's amazing. And for those of you who listen to my sister's show, Drinking Bros, um, you can only use the promo code Drinking Bros once. So therefore... You gotta use the promo code oh, Revolution. Like, you just went for twenty percent off. I something flew in front of me. Oh. I caught a. I, I went Karate Kid. I that caught a bee out of the crazy. air. Crazy. Just caught a bee out of the air. You're welcome. Your Come eyes on. were just like kink for a second. It, I caught a bee out of the air. To to master it, to take it down, you've got to go cross eyed to get in there. Also, for my Asian f- folks who are who are just turning. <laughs> who just turned off in the, in the beginning? In the beginning, actually. yeah, because yeah. we were mm-hmm. um, pretty, pretty bad. Casual racism is what they call Soup's it. Soups racist. Casual racism is what we call. It. I love Asian people. Um, they're fucking awesome. You do. I do. I always do. One of us really does. Yeah. Oh boy, you. Listen, Jesse. I can't. You can't. Uh, Straightrazors.com <laughs> is our next sponsor, Jabe's. I'm joking. Uh, I know you are. I know you are. Okay, sorry. Nothing like a little casual racism to warm up your day. Um, Straightrazors.com is the finest shaving kit in the biz. These these are my new faves. They're shampoo and conditioner. Uh, they get everything for fucking dudes. Not only do they have the best razors on the planet, uh, they've got the number one ranked aftershave, number one ranked cologne, um, and they, they get safety razors in case you're afraid of using it. And it's the best kit you'll ever get. It's Get, get a fucking... 
kit for your father for Father's Day. Like early. Do something nice. Yeah. Because yeah. you're, you're going to fucking forget. Um, True. Go to straightrazors.com. Use the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. I, I literally use this shit every day. Just try a bottle of their aftershave, the smolder. Um, and use the 20% off. It'll be cheap. You will not go back to another aftershave. I guarantee it. It's the best there is. Last but not least, StrikeForceEnergy.com, who is, who is on for all of 2018. Yay. What a nice, beautiful thing. Uh, big fan of StrikeForceEnergy.com. They got, they got flavors. They got flavors, flavors, flavors. They flavors got lemon, orange, uh, Make America Grape again. Uh, an original. They've also got this 750 milliliter bottle. Boom, boom. That can just rest on your bar top or countertop. And uh, you can pop a couple of squirts in and be on about your motherfucking day. Last longer than five hour energy and kick the can. You don't need the can anymore, kids. All you need is strikeforceenergy.com. Use the promo code drinking. Or no, you can. Actually, you can use the promo code drinking brush Listen, for 20% we're all off. Friends. Yeah, we're all friends. You can use the pro- promo code revolution for 20% off. Um, they're, they're a sponsor on both shows. So I, I don't care. I don't care which, which you use. Um, but with that being said, they ship everywhere in the entire world. And we had some people write in who were like, Hey, I thought we would test your fucking, your bullshit saying of they ship everywhere in the entire world. Test it. Yeah. They tested South Africa. Um, okay. and boom, they, motherfuckers got their strike Listeners force. Listeners. Yeah. In yeah. South Africa. Yep. <laughs> and they got their strike force. Dead serious. Hi. Hi. Hi guys. <clears throat> hey. So we're we are we are filming uh recording on a Groundhog's Day. Sure. If you will. Sure. And uh Groundhog saw his shadow, Jabes. Punks the Tawny Phil. Mm. Saw his shadow. Six more weeks of winter. How do you feel about that? Makes me sad. Yeah. You Makes think it's real? Sad. Do you believe in all, all that shit? No. It feels like it is. Have you I seen know. all those memes about like January being like January 74th. Yeah. Like yeah. it's, hasn't it though? Yeah. Every year. I, I, January is my least favorite month. Super long. Yeah. Um, every year is my least favorite month. Um, I, 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 from, I could see it going six more weeks for sure. But yeah. Yeah. For numerous reasons. Like football is winding down. Sure. Um, college football is over essentially. Like, mm. uh, and it's cold. I fucking hate it. February's, February's fine. It's getting better. March is when I really perk up. March Madness oh. is when I really get back my head back in the game. That's when I really start my year, to be honest with you. Yeah, well, we go Vegas. We usually we go, go LA. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and it's gorgeous. <clears throat> it's great and amazing. And it's the games are on. It's a fucking blast. Oh, Ohio State's great so this year. Fun. We're going to the big dance again. Uh, super stoked about that. But um, uh, Groundhog's Day in Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. I always get a little jealous. When I see see that party on the news and they pull out the groundhog, because uh, I went one year. Oh, is it that? It's crazy? fucking awesome. Oh, okay. It's so great. Um, really, it doesn't sound. It is. It's, so what it, do you do? It's really fucking fun. Um, so here, here's what you do: is in Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. Okay. You go and the, I mean the parties start the night before, so you go hard all night long. So essentially. People are outraging at like 6 p.m. the night before, and then it goes till fucking, you know, uh, they pull the groundhog out at like 7 in the morning. Um, and uh, They pull him out? What do you mean? Sometimes, because he, he, he looks cold. That sounds aggressive. Yeah, but he looks cold, <clears throat> so sometimes they got to yank him out, and it's just like, okay. hey, he's not like voluntarily coming out. They knock on the thing. Sometimes he comes out, sometimes they don't. Uh, and, and with that, 
there's probably at least when I went, and I'm, it's I heard it's gotten way, 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 way bigger. But you know, after the movie Groundhog's Day, people started going. Oh yeah. Um, and when I was there, it was a long time. When I was in college. Uh, I, I want to say there was like maybe between six and eight thousand people. I heard now it's over twenty thousand. I bet twenty to thirty thousand people, and you go and you rage all night long. You stay up all night, uh, and then you get up. They pull the groundhog out. They do the whole thing, and then you rage until like noon, however long you can stay oh. up, and then you're out after that. But it is a it's full a entire day party, mm. and it is a fuck. It, it's a blast. Um, I stayed at the one of their little inns. Um, oh God! And yeah, and you have to book like way in advance. Um, Does it look like the one from? Groundhog, like that kind of thing. The town, Boutique. the town has that feel. There was, when I was there, though, I, there was only like one bar and only a couple hotels, um, so people had to stay either far away or, or you know, right. further away um, from the town itself. Um, it, it made it, it made it more quaint in the movie. I'll put it to you that way. Uh, it, it was fine. It was just a really small town who had gotten bombarded with this huge movie and this thing and I, i'm i like look it, it was it was a, a long time ago so i i would assume I, I would say maybe i don't know 16 or 17 years ago i went okay. i would assume now they've probably done it up and made it i'm sure made it amazing um but that's one of I'm my favorite sure. movies of all time <clears throat> and was back then which is why i went where i was like all right cool i was living on the east coast and i was like oh i want to go and do this once in my life and i got to do it that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was great. And it was it was a blast. The people in the yeah, town were cool. Yeah, it's probably ruined now. Like most most things that are like quaint and cool like that, we ruin them. And there's probably so many people it's just not even fucking <laughs> eh, fun anymore. Oh, come on. It brings in a lot of commerce and shit, so I don't know. Eh, I mean, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Are you are you a fan of that movie? Yes, I love it. I love it. Great, isn't it? Great it. Well, I'm a Bill Murray fan. I am too. So There's a weird story about that movie. What? Uh, him and the director, Harold, Ra- Harold Ramis, was the director. Uh, brilliant, genius, Harold Ramis. Uh, he's directed Caddyshack. or written some of the greatest movies of all time. Yeah. I, I, it is hard to understate how brilliant that man was. Right. Uh, to me, that's, that's arguably comedically one of the best to ever do it. He was best friends with Bill Murray. They had done a bunch of movies together. That movie broke up their fucking 30-year friendship. Why? Bill Murray didn't like the movie. And he, he did. It was one of those that it. he couldn't tell the greatness while he was doing it. He just thought it was stupid. What I, what I read was that he kept bumping in. He didn't agree with, with how it was being portrayed in the movie and, and the premise of it. He thought it was stupid and uh, just didn't think it was going to be very good at all. And so... I, Harold Ramis kept telling me it's going to be awesome. You're great. This is great. This is how it needs to be played. You know, mm-hmm. X, Y, and Z. I think Bill Murray wanted it to go even darker. That was the, okay. the rumor. But uh, uh, that's Bill Murray, though. Yeah, he would always I, want I, it I, to I, go darker. I, I, I guess. Sure. I don't know. I, I don't know him. So <laughs> the the thing about it is, is I, like I've bumped heads with the director before, where. Just you have the wrong vision, and I, I I've lost friendships over it, and I get it. I wonder what it's like now, all these years later, because Harold Ramis passed away, mm-hmm. and I heard when he was dying, B- Bill Murray went and visited him, and they patched things up or talked, or at least talked or whatever mm-hmm. it was. But uh, 
I wonder what he thinks now, all of these years later, that this movie has is so beloved. And but he should have just listened. I think that that would be. Do you think that at all? With uh, whatever of, you bumped your head, bumped heads with your project, no. do you look back and go, no. "I wonder if I just would have went with it." I did go with it, and and I I hated the movie. Okay. And, <clears throat> uh, it, it, but it can go both ways. So you can end up in something great where you're like, oh man, I was not expecting this. Um, or you can end up in something shitty and, and you, don't, you don't know. And if your two best friends making a movie together and you guys disagree on, on how the projects to go or you're not happy with it, like it, it'll fucking end a friendship. For sure. But don't you feel like people should stay in their lane to make things work as far as like the director is the director. But the, the actor is the actor. The, the director writer. had said, Harold Ramis allegedly had, had said, hey, man, how about we both stay in our lanes on this one and just do the movie as, as it is? Right. And then, you know, if you had problems with it, you shouldn't have done the fucking movie. Right. But, I mean, they're doing, you know, like a Broadway musical. It's becoming a Broadway musical. Um, uh, it, it's, it is a big deal. Like, it, it, it's an all-timer for me, me personally. Yeah. Like, I, I would say it's in my top... Top fifteen of comedies of all time. Would you say that? Would you? Would you? Yeah, top fifteen. Yeah. 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 And sure. uh, strange. Yeah. Strange how, how it can ruin a friendship. And we we just watched a movie about that on uh, Netflix, which made me kind of depressed. And I, I want to talk about it because I want to get this movie out there. Um, the movie's called a, a Futile and Stupid Gesture. And uh, it was about Doug Kinney, who I, ironically was best friends with all of these guys. Mm -hmm. And did, uh, he started National Lampoon. Uh, he wrote Animal House, wrote Caddyshack, um, wrote, uh, I mean, those are, in my mind, the two greatest comedies of all time. Yes. Uh, hands down for me. Like, there is no debate. The only debate is which one is one and which one is two for me, as far as Animal House and... Uh, yeah. And Caddyshack go. But it was the same thing where he hated the fuck. That writer hated the movie. He hated Caddyshack. Um, yeah. Like to the point where he told everybody that he fucking hated it. And that it was a piece of shit. Right. Because they wanted to put the fucking gopher in it that the studio did. Um, the didn't they the mechanical, do it? Yeah, they did. They put the mechanical gopher all throughout and the goddamn movie. people love it? It's, the great, it's one of the greatest comedies of so, all time. I, I don't know. I don't know. Um. And like I don't he, think it benefits anyone to be like, I don't like the way that this is going. Once the wheels are already turning, don't you feel it's like that's only going to ruin yes. stuff. But anyway, so I, like take for instance the movie I, I bumped heads with on the director I didn't, I didn't agree with. I, I let it go. Like I, I did the movie as you have to as as I was paid to do, and then later on down the road was just like, hey man, I fucking hated this. And that's with any job. It's like acting is a example, right? But any job, it's like if you have a certain yeah, I, look, lane, I, I you're paid ball. to do something. Yeah, I played ball. You either play ball or you don't, right? Totally. But it doesn't help for anyone at a lower rank to start no, like telling no. the higher rank what they or whatever. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's always problems. But, but it, it's it totally ruined a friendship. But it, it's it's wild to me to look back at Groundhog's Day, and then we we literally just watched this movie the night before. Um, about the making of Caddyshack and Animal House, where the guy who wrote the movie hated Caddyshack, like That's so crazy, cr crazy. I mean, he to was me. going through his own shit, not to like spoil, but 
he had his own yeah issues. Uh, well, look it, it's a true story and um I, I anybody at home i just look up this movie on netflix because it's great and i'd never it's fucking really heard of it good. it's called a futile and stupid gesture and Will Forte is on the. Will Forte is the lead, who's one of my favorites um, today. He's so good. I think he made it uh, in a lot of ways. He made so that do movie. I. Yeah. But it, it tells you about the beginning of Chevy Chase, the beginning of Center Night Live, Gilda Radner, uh, Bill Murray, Belushi, all of these guys. It goes through their life, and this writer who started National Lampoon and put all these people together and and put all them together, and then they all got stolen at some point, right? From they all got stolen for know. SNL. Yeah, yeah, which I I knew. Oh, okay, I didn't. Yes. Everyone. Everyone. I mean, he put together this yeah, radio yeah, yeah, show yeah. that literally was Saturday Night Live. Well, National Lampoon was a huge magazine in the 70s as yeah. well, back in the day, comedically. Um, yeah, I'm just saying the performing part of it. Right. Was that radio show? And that- like that, that was before my time. The radio show was before my time. Look, SNL was before my time. I didn't, I didn't catch SNL until the 80s, you know? Um, I, I went back and rewatched all of it afterwards, but. Uh, it, it, it will tell you how they all got started, who they were. Chevy Chase does mountains of cocaine in it. Um, mountains. Yeah. He just has a suitcase that like you open up and it has everything. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Could. Which was the, the, the fun days and like, I, like I, I went back uh, later on in life and looked back at all the, the, that old National Lampoon shit after um, Animal House and Caddyshack. And uh, I, I, their magazines were fucking brilliant the one with the the handgun the, the most infamous one is the, the handgun against the dog's head that says if, if you don't read this magazine we're gonna we're gonna kill, kill this, this dog. dog um and uh i love stuff that like this. would never fly today today like i love that kind of shit and, and i think that's why this movie in particular resonated with me right now during this moment uh i just i, I turned in the sequel to Obviously, uh, at night she cries while he rides his steed. Um, when darkness falls, he doesn't catch it. Sure. And uh, I, I got into it with my agents over how fucking crass and edgy the book was. And it, it, I was so pissed off about it. I, look, I'm still fucking pissed off about it today. Like, r- right now, I'm fucking angry about it. Um, but, but I, you know, I watched this movie and I was like, man, these guys were really pushing it in the 70s. What happened over the last 40 fucking years that comedy took a step back? I think it was the past like four years. But yeah. <clears throat> and it, it just keeps it just keeps happening and all of this shit. And, uh, you know, I, fuck, I, at Night She Cries was three years ago. And you're right. It, 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 to me, your it's timeline been a really seems, fast. Oh decline yeah, really, into really fast. You can't do or say, say anything, 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 or somebody's gonna get offended. Everyone's on. Uh, you know, well, that's not a pop. You know, it's not right. a fun conversation. But you know, it's just. So to that timeline, when I was thinking about it, I was like, all right, I, I, I he got the first draft of that four years ago because that book came out uh, in this summer. It'll be three years to the day, okay. and I turned it in about a year before that. Um, and you're right. It was a different landscape and a different climate. Um, people have changed where it's just like, this is a guy, I, I, my agent, I didn't think he would change. I didn't think he'd be like this. Um, and to fucking, to, 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 hear, to hear it out loud of like, oh, I can't, I can't do this. I can't fucking work on this. And then I got a fucking email on top of it uh, that's, that said, 
I cannot represent this or whatever. Like he was being watched. Like he was being fucking watched oh. by by his his own agency. Like they're reading emails, and that might be the case. Can't um, really fault him for that. No, I, I, he's gonna lose his. He could lose his job. No, you you can't. Like n- nothing has come out. There's nothing in there that's that's that crazy or you know. Right. Um. So I, I yes. Do you have to do that in today's climate? Maybe you do. Maybe they are reading emails with all the Me Too and all the other shit. Uh, everything that, that oh my that's, god, they can't. They everybody's can't let gone one through. of them like either be like sexually. You know, they they have to know everything that's going. The on. thing that's disappointing though, again, is is to see somebody turn into such a fucking pussy where you're just like, I, I can't believe it. I can't fucking believe it. Um, and with with this, like the book is coming out this summer, and I, I'm doubling the fuck down. So like. Things that that were considered edgy or whatever, like they're going on the fucking cover now because I can do whatever the fuck I want. Isn't that a little bit better? I mean, people are going to get a book that like (laughs) they're going to get get it from the same exact avenues. How many things would have been Barnes and Noble? They're going to get it from Barnes and Noble, Walmart.com, like all the all the same places. Um, And look, this this is the book I'm talking about, by the way. Uh, and I should cry while he arrives to see. And the reason why I'm, I'm, ho- I'm holding it up is it got banned in Walmart. So it was in bookstores everywhere. Um, it got banned in Walmart. The, I, I'm, my character's grabbing somebody's ass on the front. Um, there's two pigs fucking on the back. Um, it was already banned from Walmart when this came out in airports. Um, came out every other, every other place that you could get this book. Um, so I, me losing what a, a fucking few st- stores, brick and mortar stores. Uh, you know what's what's left besides Barnes and Noble? What is another bookstore left that you know? Mm. Not, I, I can't really think books of one. Books a million. I, yeah, books a million. I guess, but but they're on the way out. Yeah, yeah, they're they're on the way out as well. And everybody's ordering them online, and everybody's into audio books. And it's like it doesn't change anything for me personally. So uh, I don't give a fuck. Um, I don't care. The, 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 the saddest part, though, is to watch everyone else change around you and to watch comedy change because I'm such a fan of comedy. I'm such a diehard fan of comedy. Whether it's my own or someone else's, I just want to see funny, great shit being put out, and it's not happening. Like this fucking movie here, you scrolled through this and found it somehow. I don't know how you found it because the 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 thumbnail is e- Emmy Rossum. Yeah, but who's the, in the movie maybe five minutes? Um, but it's like that's who's hot right now, whatever. And you're like, no. But what what made was it the title that made you stumble across it? Yes, and there was. Um, Did you another, see Will Forte's name or something? Yeah. Gotcha. So there was a. There's two covers. I don't know why they switch. You know, Netflix like switches. A, yeah, they, to, they switch. They, they have the worst. Here's the, the thing. Worst. I love Netflix. They have the worst thumbnails for their movies of all time so, that have nothing to do with the theatrical poster or the movie themselves. Yeah. And so the, the one we saw was like Emmy Rossum, but it was like a like a psychedelic like, no. 70s movie. And I was like, I'm I don't like, want to no, watch no, this. Just press on it. Just press on it. Because the one that I had seen before was Will Forte with his long hair and the glasses. And it just looked yellow background like it was a great cover to make you be like that looks weird and funny yeah and then um they switch it to emmy rossum so then nobody's gonna click on it you wouldn't have i i would not have in a million so, years I, they're and dumb you but. found it and and you you said hey click this movie on this with will forte and i was just like awesome and it's it's super irreverent too and it's self-aware where it was just like the guy is describing the his vehicle. life and he was oh, just was like great. oh he goes <laughs> hang on let me stop you right here um <laughs> do you think will forte 
would really play me in a movie. And yeah. He goes, also, I'm 27 at this point in my life. Yeah. Will Forte is definitely not 27 years old. Yeah. Do you think Will, Will Forte is 27? Yeah, Let's yeah, yeah, suspend yeah. the disbelief and just go on with it. It's just like, it's, it's good. It's really great. I haven't seen a movie like that. And I laughed my ass off. And it was, there's so many one-liners in that movie. And it's great. And I was like, fuck. Here's a movie that deserves attention. Deserve theaters probably like, right. and it not only did it get buried like on an Emmy Rossum thumbnail on Netflix, who's in the movie for five minutes, and I like Emmy Rossum, she's great. Um, she's really good, actually. Like, Shameless <laughs> is great. It just wasn't her movie. It, it was somebody else. Like they, yeah, she was in it for five yeah, minutes. Yeah, it was an interesting. Uh, uh, but 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 with this, like that that is a comedy that should have been in theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, should have gotten more press. Should have gotten more play. All the comedies now are going to straight to Netflix, um, which is fine, but there's no way to promote them or advertise them. Um, And you have to just click to be like, yeah, I'll try it. Click and guess. And then they get that view. Unless you get word of mouth, which is why I'm talking about it today. Right. Um, But but this is this is also what makes me sad about what's going on in comedy is, uh, you know, Netflix is doing some edgier shit like this with like wet hot American summer and, and all of that stuff. And, and that's great to see, but it's hard to find and you're not seeing trailers of it anymore mm-hmm. because they, they can't Netflix makes so much original content. They can't spend that much money on marketing since they're spending all of their money making these films. Like it's, it's too much all the way around. So like, how is anybody going to hear about this shit unless you tell somebody, um, comedically again like books are getting killed um fucking movies are getting killed i've seen one comedy trailer that's coming out two comedy trailers that are coming out this year uh date night movie night uh game night sorry game night you're right again that's how brief the fucking thing was game night um is coming out and 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 it's an r but but the the reason why I have like a, a confused look on my face right now is all of the when I went back and rewatched the trailer, all of the quotes in it usually it's from reviewers. It was from people on Twitter, so it was like "Girl with the Red Umbrella" eighty eight said it was hilarious, and you're like, yeah. yeah, go back and watch the trailer on the trailer on the trailer, and you're you're getting random. Weird. people like usernames <laughs> where it's just like at st james street james like right what the fuck I'm, I'm not a movie critic like sure uh so I, it seemed weird something is seems off to me i guess i'd want to know what real people think of it uh, more than i critics? guess i don't know but but you can find anybody who would be like fuck I, yeah I, you can find everybody <laughs> yeah. who likes anything shit i can pull up 10 people who thought jar jar binks was awesome and, and that that other star wars sure. like sure. um so I, I don't know what that does for you, but uh, you have that. And then uh, Cock Blockers, uh, which is just called Blockers now. And it's, uh, you know, it's one of my best friends wrote it um, with John. But John Cena is the lead of a comedy. Right. And it I, looks really funny. The trailer is great. Yeah. But I, I don't. It's John Cena is the lead of a comedy. Like to me, again, with with these movies and and. Uh, the old school movies and the way things used to be. God damn it, man. You, you had Chevy Chase. You had Bill Murray. You had, I mean, heavy comedy hitters who just do comedy. But they also put You're not putting a WWE wrestler as never. the lead in a comedy movie. Never. Ever in a million years. 
people in the comedy world would have fucking raged against the machine back in the day. Now you're just, you kind of just shrug and you're like, ah, it's either him or the rock, you know? Yeah. I don't know what you would describe Jumanji as you saw it. Was it a comedy action movie? Probably. Yeah. Right. Not super funny. The the rock was in Baywatch last year. Um, that that's, that's who they're putting in comedy is not real comedians anymore. There's no edge to any of this shit. And uh, edge, that's what it is. Like, there's nobody that pushes boundaries. So that's obviously with books. They don't want that. No, they don't want it with. They movies. definitely don't want it with books. They don't want it with like anything. Sketches, like your stuff will get pulled. Like you can't push any boundaries the way that they used to in the day. The Bill Murray's Chevy Chase, like they did some super edgy shit. Oh that yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Holy, okay. Yeah. Um, I remember when they used <clears throat> the N-word on Saturday Night Live with uh, Richard Pryor and Chevy Chase. And the, the sketch, uh, this uh, dude, and Richard Pryor looked at him and, and then called him a honky after that. And it was just like, but to this day, and I, I, again, I can't believe it. But I love that shit, though. And same. The, and that's 40 dying. Year, 40 years later, it, we, we've regressed in comedy? Like, how is that possible? And, and these guys were the fucking best. Like, I tried my fucking ass off to get Chevy Chase in Range 15 just because I wanted to work with him one time. Um, yeah. I off, we offered him the sun, moon, and stars financially um, just because he is one of the best. And those guys were pushing it back in the day. And that, that was the best comedy back in the day. Um, I, look, I would say so the, the only thing that's been close to that is uh, Borat. Yes. Uh, Anchorman. Yes. Yes. And, and, and I, I love those films. I love Sasha Baron Cohen. Uh, Will Ferrell's movies are great. Step Brothers, all of that shit. But the last, I don't know, five years, what have we had? What have we had in that realm? Like, I, I feel like uh, maybe that last Sasha Baron Cohen movie was the last one um, where he had his dick out. Yeah, Bruno. Um, Bruno. Um, yeah. I, I, oh no, the dictator one. He really that's and that's when he got like it was okay. I, no, but that's where he was doing the same stuff, yeah. pushing boundaries, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they were like, oh, and that was when people were like, oh, we we can't. He cannot be on that. the yeah. red carpet. He's not allowed to be anywhere because he pushes boundaries and he's unpredictable, which is the way that. Do you remember when Jim Carrey got up at the fucking yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean... And again, Jim Carrey's off the reservation now, right, so he's but, gone. But that Will Ferrell's only making family movies. Do. Like, um, no one would even come dress like that, stay in character the whole time. No, no, People would be like, there's no. something wrong with him. You know, he's mentally... He has an issue mentally yeah, yeah, yeah. where you don't know what's going on with him. It would be all over the place. <coughs> so you can't even do funny shit like that. And that was fucking hilarious. Hilarious. And, and, and I, like... Apatow, I would say Judd Apatow is the only guy who could push something like that through studio-wise now. Um, right. But he would have to take a pay cut. So so would everybody else and take points in the back end and go for it. Um, right. Todd, that, look, that's what Todd Phillips did for The Hangover to get that movie made. Yeah. He took all back end on that and took, you know, they gave him a very small budget, $30 million for the first Hangover. And he was like, great, let me cast the people I want to cast in it. Let me make the movie I want to make. We have an Asian guy jumping out with a small Buck naked. penis. Yeah. Like- and, and, and let me go hard, <laughs> and what's that number? Right. And they're like, great, cut your quote down. You can take it all in the back. Uh, he's richer Ugh. than Jesus after that, which is amazing. But so wh- why aren't they doing that now? I, I, I don't get it. 
why isn't any filmmaker doing that now? And, you know, a lot of people have asked me, like, dude, why, why don't you, we love your movies, Ross. Why don't you make more crazy fucking movies like FDR, American Badass, or fucking Pool Boy? Jesus Christ. I, I would say Pool Boy is probably, Pool Boy Drowning Out the Fury is probably the edgiest movie you will see in the last five years, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would put that, that, that movie in particular, I mean... I, I went for it and, and that I like, I got pushback from agencies who were just like, I, I can't have my clients in this. I had fucking actors call me and say, I can't do this fucking movie who were friends. Um, that's what I liked about the national lampoon thing is same. Like they would get sued, sued, yes, sued. It was like yes. everything they tried to do. And they were just like doing it anyway. It was great. Doing I, it anyway. And, like, and the reason why, so, so, so the reason why is you can't get financing for that shit anymore. Right. I can't, I, I am sitting on a stack of, fucking movies um that would be higher than this goddamn share i I cannot get financing for crazy shit like that if i want to make something pg or g sure i I, i'm not interested in that fucking bullshit i i don't want to make that i want to make these crazy fucking movies that really push the boundaries of things i want to write crazy fucking books luckily you know with, with with books, I'm able to do that. I'm not reliant on another financer or an agent or a fucking manager or any of that bullshit. So like, yeah, I can still push it there. I can push it there. I can push it on the podcast um, and I can push it on the audio book. So when that book comes out this summer, when darkness falls, he doesn't catch it. You'll know, you'll know goddamn well what I'm talking about of n- nobody's writing or doing anything like that in today's world. And it takes somebody like me not to fucking be an asshole or like, you know, champion myself like a fucking Rose McGowan, but it takes somebody like me who can say, fuck you. I'm going to put this out anyways. And there's nothing you can do to stop me, um, to, to get it done. And I'm, and I'm going to, I I'm sure there'll be some blowback o- over the book of like, Oh my God, I can't believe you, you said or did this. I don't, I don't fucking care. I don't fucking care. Um, and again, not relying on an agent or a manager to fucking do this shit. So fuck them. Um, it is what it is, but I, I am really happy that you in particular pulled this movie out of the fucking depths of the basement that night and made me watch it because it made me feel better about everything that's going on today and today's pushing it through. Yes. And today's current climate. And it's just, just fucking do it. Just fucking make it. It's what I've always done. Uh, movies is a little, little more difficult because there's so much money to make a film. It, it, it just costs a lot of money to make a film that you truly need out, outside help Unless any of you at home are worth a gajillion dollars and want to slide, you know, if you if you slide a million my my way, I'll make fucking We're not- three of those goddamn movies and and push it to the edge. Um, yeah. So the other I- thing is the other thing is you know in those movies it's when people push the boundaries like that and just keep going with their vision. A lot of times in the documentary of their life or whatever, which is this this movie was, is they're like. They're not super rich. They're not, su- you know, they don't really make it in the mainstream. They they look back on their life and they go, this guy like just pushed it and he didn't give a fuck. And he just like went with his vision, whether he had to do it himself, you know, yeah, whether yeah, he was yeah, being yeah. sued yeah. all the yes, time. Yes. And in the time as, as he's in it, it's like so hard, right? Yeah. He's like, it's not a glamorous story. It's a story of someone that wasn't going to take no for an answer, knew that it was fucking good, knew that people were going to love it, he was, and did he, it he, anyway. He was rich, though, I will say that. Towards the end. Yeah. He, Towards he the was, end. He got, he got, he he got was, really rich. He but, was uh, older. 
when he got yeah, no, when for, he got money. For so sure. like from college to the time of yeah, getting money, yeah, 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 it was yeah. a long struggle. But whenever whenever you start your own company or anything like that, for you're sure. doing something edgy. It does it point, takes a long time, yes. Yes, but the point of what I'm saying is that it's not like, you know, the rewards you may not see as you're in it, as far as like, I'm just gonna do this. Right. And hopefully people will respect that and be like, Yeah, that's fucking awesome and like check it out or whatever. And it may not be for a while or whatever, but ah, I, you know, when you look back, like if you wanted to look back we'll on your out. life and the yeah, way yeah. that you did it, it would be like, I always did it the way that I wanted to. I wanted to do it. And yeah. a lot of people yeah. told me no. And a lot of people told me it was, you know, too heard, much. I've heard no. And I kept doing it. Million and times. I, uh, yeah, so, totally. I didn't make the PG. I no. didn't go and do the fucking whatever house is dead or whatever you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Turned exactly. down or whatever yeah. that was just like too fucking shitty. Yeah. You were just like, I'm not doing well, that. Well, I took right? that movie. Took no, that sorry. Movie. What was another one? I took, I, I took the money on that. There, no, no, no. Not though. that one. Not there's that one. Um, there was another one. I'm sorry. They there. wanted you to like write something and you were just like, Pfft. Oh, yeah, yeah. Can't. R- anyway. Writing wise, yeah, yeah. I don't want to say I, what I've it is. I've turned down a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. To exactly. where you were just like, mm, There's a lot of scripts I've turned down. My life is not going to go that way. Exactly. Um, um, to, to write a G movie and, and things like that. But uh, yeah, I. So it's a point, you guys, if you think about what your documentary would be. Like your life documentary, end, yes. The life documentary, yeah. even when you're in the shittiest parts of yes. your life, right? Yeah. If you're moving forward with what you want to do or what you believe in, believe in, even if that's just raising your family. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, even if you're just a good person, like looking back on the documentary of your life, this part will be, you know, set it to some music, put yeah, a little yeah, slow motion yeah, in yeah, there, yeah. and it will actually be quite inspiring that you like got through it and yep. you did it. So think about that sometimes when it's cold outside. I know. It's going to be six more weeks and uh, people winter. are telling you no because the fucking world is shitty now. I know. And not funny anymore. And boring. And, boring. Uh, and it fucking sucks. Uh, and, and by the way, I, Doug, Douglas Kinney um, is, is going to be uh, the revolutionary figure of the oh. day for me. Nice. Um, f- for, for this reason, I'm, I'm going to do this a little earlier than we typically do. Uh, just for the simple fact of when I was pulling the revolutionary figure of the day today, I went to IMDb and it's just the very first line on his IMDb was awful. It just said, uh, this guy was completely unknown most of his life. And he, although he wrote two of the greatest things and inspired the greatest thing of all time and all of this shit. And like, uh, even Today, like reading that sentence on IMDb and reading the first two sentences, not only was it depressing, um, but then the other part of it is even let's say he was alive today because he 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 kills himself. Uh, not to, it's not a spoiler. It's spo- a true story. It's a true story. So, so I'm, it's not a it's not a spoiler alert because it's a biopic. So, um, but he kills himself, and uh, it's. For, for even if he was alive today and you told him they made a movie about his life and they were like, hey, guess who's on the poster on Netflix? Emmy Rossum. Emmy Rossum. And not you. He, you, you. He'd be like, of course. Like I, he would have gotten so, yeah. a giant laugh about it. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. He'd be like, that was my life. And, and look, he was best friends with Harold Ramis. Um, Harold Ramis had the best quote of all time at the funeral. This is how edgy and awesome it used to be. 
because again, it is not like this anymore. Mm-mm. But uh, the guy, the guy jumped off a cliff. Doug, Doug, Doug Kenny jumped off a cliff in Hawaii. You are giving it all away. And that's how he died. Everybody right. not like it's a. Bio, I didn't know, but a, go ahead. It's a biopic. Um, so uh, Harold Ramis at the funeral said, "Doug probably fell while he was looking for a better place to jump." I mean, it's amazing. I, that's I, funny. I yeah yeah. And knowing that someone would appreciate that being the sentiment of their funeral. Yeah. Like there's a lot of people who are like, I want, I want people to laugh. Please make jokes. But yeah. they won't. No. You can't. No. Right. Nah, yeah, I, These I, people I really would. did. I would. I remember one of my best friend's funerals uh, before it got started. We were telling stories in the, in the church and just dying laughing. And so we were crying and then, uh, and then the body came in and they did the, the whole ceremony. But like, we we laughed our asses off that day and like try i me personally tried to make it as light as it, as it could be because he would have wanted that and like that's exactly who that's he was I would want. same here and, and that's what this you know funeral turned out to be and all this other shit but like um it, yes like i mean but i was it's hard for people to eat to go there it is and i i waited until like family members weren't around right so it was just like our our close friends um one of my yeah. best friends from high school had passed away and uh i mean we were like we were going hard in the paint on jokes like sure at the, the we went to a bar afterwards um and like I, I like ironically like he had gotten fucked up at this bar like the night before he died so it was yeah we went, went back to that bar and we were like sure. oh god we're terrible people right. like just to to break the ice and you right know. um but but that's that's the way to me life should be and uh fuck man uh I don't know. I, I look. I, I well, the long and short of this is I, I, I appreciate that um, you popping that up, and uh, the, the morning after we watched that movie, that was kind of perfect timing, huh? It was. It was for what you're going through. Uh, amazingly perfect timing. Um, but the morning. So I woke up the next morning because uh, it was like two nights ago, whatever. I woke up the next morning, and the first thing that pops up in my news feed is a, a, a remake for the movie Crocodile Dundee. I saw that. With uh, Kenny Powers, uh, Danny McBride. And your girlfriend. Uh, Margot Robbie, yes, yeah. of course. Uh, which I'm sure she's super stoked in the middle of an Oscar campaign that they're Dundee dropping. Dundee the, comes out. Yeah, because that has fucked people in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, in particular, Eddie Murphy. Uh, Eddie Murphy, he was the best example. He, he should have won Best Supporting Actor for Dreamgirls. And they, oh, yeah. they dropped the trailer for Pluto Nash right during the Golden Globes. He just won the Golden Globe and then Pluto Nash trailer and people are like, fuck off with this it's shit. It's not like Redmayne that gets like the the next like Oscar trailer dropped while he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I In mean? In the middle like, of it, exactly. So I'm sure Margot Robbie's <laughs> like, hey bro, can we can we have waited just one more fucking goddamn no, month for hot right now. We Crocodile put Gundy? It out. Exactly, exactly. Such and when I saw that, I was just like, man. And again, there's the Hemsworth in there. In a they comedy. gotta plug him in somewhere. In a They've comedy. always gotta plug in a one comedy, in. Comedy man, like he's in every comedy now. I, I think he's a great actor. I enjoy him as fucking Thor. Um, he is not a dramatic. fucking comedian. Yeah, yeah, he is not funny. Um, he is not funny. He's not even straight man funny. No, which you know what they're trying to yes. do, but it's like he can't even do that. No, because he's kind of trying to be funny. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Exactly. You have to do it totally dry. Totally dry. Like Bateman, Jason Bateman's a perfect example of perfect. that. And uh, look, Bateman's great at drama and comedy, but like um, 
when I saw that the next day, I was like, oh my God, I just woke up to Crocodile Dundee. And I, I, I assume it's a comedy. It looks like a comedy. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's rated R. I, look, the first Crocodile Dundee was not a comedy. So like, if you go back and watch it, you have the catchphrases from that movie because as a, as a as a kid, yeah, that was yeah, a movie yeah, I saw yeah. in the movie theaters. I you had the catchphrases of like, oh, "That's not a knife, what's a knife?" But right. the, it was a kind of a dramatic movie. Um, some funny, yeah. There were some funny one-liners that he did, and like his you know things in New York ching, and all ching, of that ching, shit. Ching, 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 yeah, ching, yeah, yeah, yeah. The end, yeah. Where they're walking like, over the people together. God, I want to say if memory serves me correctly, like I want to see the the the, the writer for uh, like. Crocodile Dundee got nominated for an Oscar. I know that sounds fucked, but I think I he did. I think it did. I think he did. Um, anyways, I wake up and I see this, and this is the new comedy that's coming out, and they're really pushing it. And it's coming out in the summer. That's going to be the summer comedy, I, I guess. Yeah. Um, but again, I don't know because I can't. Uh, I can't tell. Um, but because again, the first one was a drama, so that's where we're headed. Um, meanwhile, you know, I've got to fight for a fucking book and to be edgy and, and all of this shit. Uh, so Golden Globes won. Paul Hogan won best, uh, performance. Yep. Oscar best writing screenplay. Paul Hogan though. He wrote the, he wrote the Mm -hmm. movie. Wrote it with Ken Shady and John Cornell. But, um, so they, they did win the Oscar for Crocodile Dundee. I, I love that movie. I did too. Uh, but, but again, that, that movie know. was a drama. Like, you know, um, yeah. now they're remaking it as this campy comedy, which is fine. Is Paul Hogan alive? Oh, boy. Oh, No, boy. he's not. I, I don't know. I don't know, I don't okay, know whether Paul ahead. Hogan's alive go or not. Ahead. But, uh, uh, it, it, you know, when I saw that the day after, I was just like, of course. Of fucking course. Yeah. Because um, to me, when I watch that trailer, it's got like a Baywatch vibe to it where, you know, great, we'll take a title and make it something and fucking whatever. But uh, it's just such a goddamn disappointment. Um, the one that wasn't disappointing, though, was, was uh, Martin. Uh, Martin's coming back. You're into that. Love Martin. I think he's still alive. All right. 1939? Uh, classic Jabes. Ooh. No. He beat, well, he'd be 79. I think he's alive. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be 79. We'll find out. Best producer in the biz, James. Best producer in the biz. I think he's alive, but there's no way to find out. No. There's no, no way. I know. Google doesn't exist there's for you. There's no way to find world. out. I'm no. just going to have to guess, huh? No. Uh, but hey, but, but before we get out of here, Martin coming back. Sorry. You love that. Yeah. Martin Lawrence, I love. You want to talk about a, who used to be an edgy comedian. Fuck. To this day. My even as a stand-up to this day, I will tell you this. Everybody will say Richard Pryor is their favorite comedian. Richard Pryor live on Sunset Strip was probably their favorite fucking stand-up movie. Not even close for me. To to me as a comedian, um, fucking uh, Martin's "You So Crazy" is the best fucking oh yeah hour and a half of stand-up I have ever seen in my entire life. Um, I and I was. 
Like to me, one the one twosies of it for me. I don't. I, Richard Pryor's d- down that list a little more for me. Uh, onesie twosies. I, I know it sounds crazy, but no, it's true. I, I agree. I'm just like everyone would say Pryor. It's crazy. Everybody always says that because yeah. he was like the originator who started the sure, edgy sure. shit, and I and I respect it. And I think it's amazing. Okay. However, I, I think pound for pound, if what I've laughed the hardest at was you so crazy was number one stand up mm-hmm. special. Number two was uh, Eddie Murphy delirious. Those are my one twos, and uh, and you can't. Those two guys can't be touched. I, I when Martin's when that TV show was on, it was fucking awesome and hilarious, and like it seemed like he was improving, even though it was a sitcom. And I was like, "Fuck, man!" I, I to this day, I've never seen anybody improv on a sitcom, and, and it seemed like the whole goddamn show he was doing shit like that. Um, so if they end up getting back together and let him do his crazy shit again, I'm in. I'm in for that. If you're if we're if we're just remaking and re or rebooting or reimagining everything. Yeah. Fine. Bring bring those two back and do it. Like he was Kevin Hart before. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that yeah, yeah. kind of like short man. But he was like, also cool. Like super funny. And, and I by the way, I love Kevin Hart and I owe a big majority of my career to advice that Kevin Hart gave me. I've said this before. Right. Um but I, I don't understand why you can't transition Kevin Hart into like Martin Lawrence and do like a bad boys movie. Cause I just saw that they're doing another bad boys movie. It just got picked oh. up. Yeah. So it's, it's uh, Martin Lawrence and Will Smith. They're going to come back and do and do one. I think it's called bad boys oh forever. Gosh. Yeah. Um, but uh, Kevin Hart to me, now that he's jacked, he's a good looking dude. Jacked now, you know, um, I, I don't know why he can't make that switch. He's about the same height as Martin Lawrence. Why, why can't he make the switch and be cool where it's like, all right, I'm going to be a badass, but I'm also going to be funny. Kind of like Eddie Murphy. When Eddie Murphy made that switch of like, yo, man, I'm Eddie Murphy, though, is fucking cool. Like I he's mean, just cool. He's cooler than everybody. Yeah. Like he never did the like, I'm not cool stick. Stick. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. He never did the like, I'm the I'm bumbling friend. Yeah, I'm a bumbling, that's like, no. Which is Kevin Hart's kind of I know. thing now. 48 Hours in Beverly Hills Cop. You go back and watch Eddie Murphy in there, and you tell me that every motherfucker on the planet didn't want to be Eddie Murphy after watching those movies. You're crazy. Same with, uh, you know, fucking Belushi and Chevy Chase and, and all those guys. I mean, fuck, as, a, as a kid watching Caddyshack and all that stuff, I was like, God damn, I'd love want to be Chevy Chase growing up. Uh, it'd be amazing. Um, anyways, I, we've, I've fucking ran it enough today. <laughs> uh, it's nice having you back, Jables. Thank you. Yeah, he's alive. Yeah, he is alive, Paul Hogan. There he's we go. alive. He's seventy-eight. Ten minutes later, we got it. Listen, and I was right. I was right on the age. Seventy-eight. Listen, God, I'm quick at math. So I want to just really quick. He yes. married this lady named Noel Edwards. Okay, from 1958 to 81, married her again. Yeah, why not? 82 to 90, they gave it sure. another go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They gave it another go. And then he said, fuck it, and married the girl from Crocodile Dundee. What? What? Yeah, you didn't know For they real? were together? Yeah. No. They were together until 2014. That's great. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Yeah, he gave it a go with two, uh, with the same gal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, you know what? They Let me always just be came with back to Crocodile ass. Dundee. Yeah. That girl was hot, too. I don't remember her she name was. Or, or whatever. She was. She Linda. was sexy. And like, again, this is the other thing I miss about, like, you had sexy women back then who were just like, oh, she was kind of older. I couldn't tell her age. Like, she was. Sure, like the Top Gun girl. Yeah. Like, yeah, like yeah Kelly yeah, McGillis. Yeah. And then you yeah. were just like, man. Uh, they could be mid late thirties. I don't really know. They could mm-hmm. be late twenty. Who fucking knows? But they were sexy. Like, yeah. Uh, look, shit was rad. Linda uh, Kozlowski. And whatever. She was hot. 
I don't I don't care what her name and was. And she continued to be hot, by the way, like Good in her, her older years, like the picture of them when they're like older, like yeah. she is killing it still. Yeah. Good for her. Because when you start out as an older, sexy actress, yeah, like, yeah. you're just going to get older and sexier. Yeah. That's it's not a, like, oh, she got old. It's that's, like, no, she's always been old. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? Oh, that's hilarious. Uh, thanks for sticking around, kids. Jabes. Yes. So good to have you back. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. Yeah. Thank uh, you. For everybody who's listening at home, wants to send something in to Ross Patterson Revolution. I've been drinking some fucking awesome beer. Uh, I want to oh, bet yeah. with a guy from uh, Rochester, uh, New York. You I've won been drinking big time. that beer all fucking weekend. Thank you for sending it to me. Uh, send it to P.O. Box 3793, Wilmington, North Carolina, 28406. I am Ross Patterson. That is Jesse Wiseman, a.k.a. The Jables. This is The Revolution. Good night, everyone. Good night.